I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 48. Thank you for tuning in. As I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to speak about embracing transitions. With that said, I have known for the past three days that this would be the next topic. I just didn't feel inspired to speak about it yet. And then I realized that's exactly what embracing transitions is. To wait for the inspiration in order to take action. Since we are spiraling or cycling through phases. And then once I thought about it more... I realized these three days or the four days I have not been here are correlating with the solar flare energy. So in regards to embracing transitions, we want to split hair and fine-tune just a little bit and not mistake a transition with changes. So let us bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. And you can set your own intention to receive the clarity or guidance that you are seeking. I hope you all feel good. And hopefully the solar flare energy has been good to you. Maybe you've been feeling a little exhausted or dense, slow-moving. Or maybe you've had more energy than you know what to do with, as the flare does affect everyone differently. I've been feeling really good, just not like taking action. And that's exactly where we want to start this topic. I first want to start this discussion by bringing awareness to the idea that we have a forever established connection to Mother Father God. This is the symbolism of as above so below. And since we are physically focused, we localize everything and we bring our focus point, our point of awareness into the physical realm. And we sometimes disregard or forget about the overseeing presence that we call God. So if we look at the earth today, we can technically say that yes, changes are inevitable, everything's always changing. But if we incorporate the idea that we as humans might be referring to a memory loop, This is also where we get the idea history repeats itself. So, is change inevitable or does history repeat itself? Those are two energies. Those are two different vibrations. They don't match. It's a um, counter... It's a counter action or a counter idea. 
it contradicts itself. So we're coming from the perspective of the non-physical, you might say, and observing Earth. And nothing really has changed. What is happening is things are coming to the surface that is bringing awareness to our history loop, the memory loop, what we've been repeating over and over. So the idea of a transition would be the point of development where we have integrated enough information in regards to the feedback loop and we have come to a new interpretation which leads us into a new paradigm because our belief systems will change. And once our belief system changes, the reality must follow. So we've been in deja vu. Nothing has ever changed really. From the perspective of being in duality, there's always been racism, there's always been homophobia, and when we say always, we mean coming from the starting point of the ego, the personality identity, and that refers to the time when the humanoid began to forget their established connection. There's this idea that says higher dimensional beings came to earth in her original form and tried to help the species here. The mammal, it wasn't quite humanoid, it was humanoid in the vessel, but it was still more animalistic, closer to nature. So when these higher vibrational beings came in to try to help the first humanoids or the first beings on earth, they forgot their connection because they experienced the illusion of being separate from source. So another group of higher vibrational beings tried to come to earth to remind those higher vibrational beings that had come here and forgot where they come from. And they also forgot where they came from. And so on and so on and so on. We have been coming in, sending ourselves over and over to try to help ourselves realize and remember that we descended, that we have this established connection to the I am. So once these higher vibrational beings, which are us, experience that illusion of duality, this is when the data collection began to create new concepts based off of the new information that we were experiencing. So it has always worked in our favor, absolutely, because we are all sending back the data to Source. And then Source sends us back data as we process the information. So when we speak about embracing transitions, we are meaning that we are ending that cycle of coming to Earth and forgetting we descended that now we are going to experience real change. Transmutation, change from the inside out. Instead of transformation on the outer. In the 3D realm, we absolutely transform. Our trends change. The styles change. The preferences of foods. The information in regards to science, we become more what we might call educated. So we definitely have been transforming this whole time, but we've never changed. We've always been in the illusion of separation. So we come as a celebratory message to 
announce the change on Earth, the um, transition going from one paradigm to the next. And if you look at the Earth today, you can see some beings are still in the feedback loop system of the 3D residue, and other beings are making the transition into the higher fourth, lower fifth dimension. So how would we embrace the transition coming from a dualistic perspective? How do we embrace the paradigm collapse and rebuilding at the same time being the facilitator and the holder of peace or space while we all make it into the new paradigm? The biggest example that comes up is the children in the classroom, as I am a preschool teacher, and their transitions from one segment to the next can sometimes be very difficult. And if we come from that perspective of the observer, sometimes that transition is so difficult because these little beings have gotten so comfortable in what they were doing already to gain a sense of comfort. And the ego really likes to feel comfortable, to be able to predict and see the routine, to foresee. And with the preschoolers, when you ring the bell and let them know that it's time to transition to the next work or room, some of these kids have a very difficult time. And based off this perspective, it does stem from their inability to foresee or predict what the steps will be, what is next. They become fearful and express themselves with tears because they're so unsure what's coming. Now, depending on the dynamics in your own home, we usually, collectively speaking, do not prepare the child for the next thing. We say things like, you're okay, or oh, you'll be alright. And we know this is true. We know this is true, but they don't. So if we come from this perspective, it might be leading us to say that Mother, Father, God is like the teacher that knows our well-being. It can foresee. It is the observer. And we are like the children in the preschool room about to transition to the next subject or new classroom. And you can see today, some brothers and sisters are afraid of what's to come. This is why we are acting out in fear and doubt. When you're a child, you cry. When you're an adult acting out in ego, you judge others. You don't like yourself. You're in fear. You follow the fear trends and bite the apple of the fear mongering. So it's the same process of dealing with the ego with a different expression. No difference. Duality and polarity is just like the ego throwing a tantrum. So how can we embrace this transitions while we are in the classroom with we're all together, we're in one room, when we're all transitioning together, yes? So how can we embrace the transition While some brothers and sisters are lining up, getting ready to go to the next subject or class, and other brothers and sisters are having a very difficult time, 
attaching to the room they're in, refusing to go. So how can we embrace the transition, even though we don't know where we're headed? scripture, Brother Yeshua reminds us that you ask and you shall receive. He did not say ask and then figure out how to get it. So if we are going to embrace transitions, we might start from the perspective that we are going to put our trust and faith more into the non-physical aspect of self, what we call God, instead of needing the tangible evidence of the physical realm to feel comfortable to move forward. So embracing changes does not mean accept or pardon or even agree with what's happening in the earth. It means to know that we are not qualified with the five senses to interpret what is going on in earth. Because we came to experience the illusion of separation, but we are never separate. So coming from this perspective, Embracing transitions might lead us to more faith. When you are having a request and you set an intention or have a desire, there is another aspect of the process which we refer to in previous episodes that you have the solution within you, within your intuitive nature, your intuitive knowing. And that aspect of self waits to be Expressed, It waits for you, the ego, to allow it to express itself. You ask and you receive within you. And once you step back and allow, you will see the physical world transform since its exterior in regards to your desire. So what we mean is when you have a desire and you ask, it is done. Get out of the way. So you can wait for the inspiration which leads you to it. But if you have a desire and you keep trying to figure out how to do it or how to get there, Mother Father God gets out of the way. Because it loves you so much and you have your willpower here so you can force and make all you want. You can use the five senses to figure it out and use all logic. But if we honor and incorporate the totality of what we really are, this might be the communication between what you call the left and right hemisphere. The left mind creating an idea and asking for something that you would like or want, and the right brain having the solutions in order how to get there. So this is why we bring so much emphasis on the Divine Feminine, because that is the right brain. Your logic is Father God that can perceive with the two eyes and makes requests. And Mother God is the aspect of self that knows how to get you from where you are to where you would like to be. But most of the time we don't refer to the intuitive aspect, the feminine aspect, because we don't see evidence of that aspect. It is in the non-physical first. And if we honor the laws of the universe, which we will always do, and the cosmic laws, this is the only way to create or co-create with Source. 
source is just not left brain only, it's also right brain. Masculine, feminine. Electric and magnetic. A positive charge, a negative charge. And since we dualize everything on earth, we see it in two, but it's really one. They work together. They want to work together. So in regards to embracing changes, it might look like as a human that we would step back more to allow nature to run its course. And the more you can step back without taking action, which we will get to, the more you can step back without taking action and hold the vision of your preferred reality or hold the feeling of well-being, all the things that you are desiring are being moved towards you, flowing towards you, because you are an attractor of your experience. You are not the creator or the forcer or the maker. Co-creator, yes, you're a co-creator because as you match the feeling, we discuss this often, then you attract the things like you. So in regards to taking action from a physical perspective or 3D perspective, this might be sounding like lazy. We are not saying to be lazy. We are saying to work smarter, not harder. And only take action when you feel inspired, not when you're motivated. So the desiring aspect, the questioning or making a request is action as well. But then there's another aspect of spirit that's going to lead you in the direction towards your solution. But if you're making a request and then trying to figure out how to get there right away, you never leave a space within you for the intuitive aspect to express itself. You're not referring to the answer within. So we don't mean be lazy, we mean, we mean wait for the inspiration. And sometimes, yes, be lazy, do nothing more. We're so busy doing, doing, doing. And as you're doing, 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 God steps back and lets you keep doing, doing, doing. But if you are being with Source and co-creating with Source, your doings are inspired to take um, divine inspiration, not to stay in the motivation. Motivation accidentally counteracts the laws of the universe and it creates a vibrational gap between you and the things you desire. So embracing transitions might also be trusting, excuse me, trusting that Mother Father God knows where you are in relation to your request and it is waiting for you to be in receptivity, which is Divine Feminine, to be able to perceive the breadcrumb or the guidance that is leading you to your goal. And coming from the perspective of a light worker or a way shower, this is what you are here to do. To embrace the change. And let us speak about the refined humanoid today, which is you, who is the holder of space, the facilitator of heaven on earth. 
your tool of mastery along with your discernment is your ability to embrace the changes. When you're embracing changes, you are holding the space for Mother, Father, God to express their self on earth through you. To be in faith, to know how the universe works, not to rely to the ego and get in doubt and fear because you don't see evidence. To know that sometimes your evidence is non-physical and in your ability to interpret feelings and emotions. So in regards to the light workers and the way showers, how are these beings on earth today the masters of embracing transition? Today, everyone who is on earth is an example of the refined humanoid. Regardless to if the being is conscious of this or not. And we say this so confidently because there is only one presence active here. So depending on the being, the brother or sister on earth, they represent a focus point of source, which has never been expressed. A bit of information or data that we have never accessed before, that we are barely coming to realize. So each of you is the furthest point pinched away from source today. You are on the leading edge. And with that said, the beings that come to realize this aspect of self, their connection with source, and then facilitating that energy on earth, you are the grid keepers. You are the keepers of the violet flame. You are the ascended masters. You are the radiant ones. Because it's a state of being, it's a consciousness that all can tune into. You have heard the saying, all will hear the call, but few will answer. Now, if you're hearing a brother or sister speak about this battle between darkness and light and uh, spiritual warfare, they heard the call, but they're not answering it. They're answering, answering to the ego. Because earth is an attack against God. This is the realm of existence that's separate from Source. Everything here is the opposite, you might say, of what Mother Father God represents. So if you're honoring the battle, the illusion of the battle or conflict, you're answering the call to ego. This is history repeats itself. We have an opportunity to repeat or evolve. And in regards to transition, we are focusing on the evolution of the consciousness. And we don't need all beings to join this journey. Because we are one, we only need enough. Only enough of us need to hold this space. So if you're hearing these words, I am so grateful for you for being here. I really do see you in the brightest light. And thank you so much for coming to Earth. Now... In regards to the light workers and way showers, this does represent a being today on earth that is aligned with the refined guidance from source. You are the receptacles of the highest frequencies of light as light is information. So this story of 
dark versus light, spiritual warfare, that's not a new story. Very old. It's been the story since we incarnated into an ego consciousness. So the concepts we speak about on this episode from one perspective are futurist because it's an original thought or idea. Not meaning it's exclusive to me as your brother, it's out there in the world. Many beings are like us. Many beings are like you and me, meaning we can observe and see the battle on earth. We can see the fighting. And we know it's very real because people are what we call dying. Children are getting hurt. We're not saying that's not real. Our perception of being in this realm is the illusion. Our perception's not real. We are creating that. There's no battle between dark and light. It is the humanoid that keeps referring to the memory loop that keeps perpetuating this battle between dark and light. But if there was a battle between dark and light, we would see the cosmos in a um, galactic battle as they were in the Bible. So was there a battle between darkness and light? Well, it was never between darkness and light. It was a battle with ourself, but that absolutely occurred, yes. This is the war referred to in your Bible. But we represent the timeline of the end of that battle. We come from outside of that time loop, where that battle is no more, where war is now forbidden. So the light workers and way showers are the masters of embracing transitions because you are the vanguard elite of the humanoid that came in with the original new blueprints, very old blueprints, but the original blueprints for Mother Gaia. You have the refined information that's not regurgitated, that's not perpetuated, that's outside of the memory of the battle. So how can we be more as a light worker or way shower in regards to embracing transition? We can have a deeper understanding in regards to our power of our focus. And sometimes when Mother Father God allows us or puts something in your path or along your journey that you see that you really don't like, like this battle or situation in Afghanistan, we will say, Source doesn't want us to look at it to believe that hype. It's bringing your point of awareness to aspects of life that need your love, that need your blessing. So we are so powerful, we don't realize that when you focus upon the situation that you don't really enjoy or that don't feel good, you are actually creating more of it. So this is the distinguishment between the ego and spirit or you might say a 3D perspective and a 5D perspective. The 3D perspective will say, well, look in Afghanistan, we can see they're all fighting and look at this dark cabal that's ruling the government. Look at the police brutality. Look at the transphobia. We can go on, right? So just the same way the ego and spirit are available or the same information is available to both, they just interpret it differently, it's the same thing. We are the expression of ego and spirit. So the spirit also sees, the light worker also sees that 
situation in Afghanistan. They also see the police brutality. They see the same things that the ego person sees, but they understand the power of their focus. They understand the power of their belief system. They have a deeper understanding in regards to not being the body and the five senses. That they are animated by spirit or mother, father, God. So the, and there is no difference. We don't want to create more duality and division. We are just bringing awareness to you can see it is a fact that our consciousness is shifting and beings today, brothers and sisters, are choosing the reality they want to reside in. But it's no problem. It's your choice. But we do have the opportunity to evolve and vibe higher. So there is no difference between technically the ego brothers and sisters and the light workers. You might say just one of them thinks they're the body and the other one don't. And we will all come to know ourselves as spirit. So there's no grievance or judgment there. So in regards to the ego and spirit working with the same data but interpreting it differently, the light workers or the 5D beings are able to go through life the same reality, the base reality of ego, without any attachment. This is why Brother Buddha says, or Brother Jesus as well, to be in the world but not of it. Like we're here, we're in the world. But to be of it is what? To be of the ego. To be of the attack against God. So you can be, we can all be better at embracing changes by distinguishing what the d data is telling us. Is the data perpetuating the illusion that we're separate from God? Or is the data being the evidence that we are experiencing a shift in consciousness and sometimes the shift into a new reality or paradigm does look chaotic and destructive? I don't know how else to say it. We need more God. Too many people are turning away from God. If you knew God in your heart, you would know there's no battle here. That there is no spiritual warfare. That's a slap in God's face to believe the realm of ego. Earth is the attack against God. Now within us, we can transmutate this by bringing the philosophies and concepts from where we came from. And we all come from God. It's just some of us forget that when we come to earth. You identify more so with the earth realm instead of heaven. You're agreeing more with what man is telling you instead of what God is trying to tell you in your heart. My wish and prayer for all beings is to be spiritually free. And if you're focused on the earth realm gathering the data that is of the attack against God and you're starting to identify with that more you are enslaving yourself you are a spiritually sovereign being and when you believe the hype on earth you put yourself in the jail cell so embracing changes really is about liberating yourself from the lower vibrational thoughts and concepts that you have been gathering this whole time during your experience on earth within your memory loop. 
You need to be more disciplined and stronger in the mind. I'll see y'all speaking to me and you. You need to be more disciplined in your mind, in your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. To be able to stop before you speak, act, and think. To realize that you are a multi-consciousness being. An ego, your five senses, will always try to maintain the ownership of the vehicle, which is your body. By always referring to old data in your memory loop. You need to realize that you are not being yourself. To stand in your creativity. To stand in your passions and talents. Why would we suggest this? Because you vibrate extremely high when you do what you love. When you do what you love, you forget about the war in Afghanistan. You forget about the smog in the air. You forget about the racism, the transphobia, so on and so on. And your ability to forget about it is the power of your focus. This is what it feels like when you're not referring to the memory loop. To be so entrenched in love that you can't even refer to that old data anymore. So you can counteract the memory loop, the idea of the battle between darkness and light, by referring to your divinity more and knowing that you're able to access your divinity when you follow your passions and do what you love in the heart space. We are all waiting on each other. If one of us don't make it, none of us make it. There is no race. We don't need to hurry or force or rush. But we will say something you always hear on earth. Yes, time is of the essence. I do feel guided to share some final thoughts in regards to embracing transitions. And I'd like to refer to a quote from Ascended Master Goddess Kuan Yin. Go with the flow does not mean to be a loose leaf in the wind. So Quan Yin is reminding us that you, as a higher vibrational being, are one of the pioneers. And every one of us has been assigned a role. Some of us are in the front lines. Some of us are holding the space. Some of us are fighting in the war. Some of us are praying in the chapel. Only you know what is right for you. This is why we refer to inspiration more than motivation. If you're motivated, you end up following the crowd. Being herded like sheep. If you're inspired, you might be the black sheep. Standing up for what you feel is right for self, not based off of the evidence in the physical world. So when we are going with the flow, it can be similar to embracing changes or embracing transition. But it does not mean that we are delusional or ignoring what is on earth. It means that you have your focus and your priority on your higher vibrational self. 
your God self, that you're trusting in Mother Father God, that you have faith. So we do want to go with the flow on Earth today. This is a great way to embrace transitions. However, in order to go with the flow in honor of the will of Mother Father God, this does not mean that we let things be as they are because they are coming from us. We are the creators, co-creators of them. So this means first get in touch with the non-physical aspect of self. This is what we keep saying, more God, more prayer, more meditation, more following the inner guidance, more inquiry within, more deep breathing, more awareness on the heart, little things that can calibrate you into this space, the vicinity of source. And then once you have established what your passions, creativity, and desires are, and once you have your clearest intention in the mind's eye, and it is in honor of the highest good of all and self, then this means to step back and surrender, to go with the flow then. If we came into earth as a ego consciousness, a five sensory being, and we went with the flow, you would believe in a battle between darkness and light today because that's the flow of the ego. We descended, we incarnated into a default setting. That was already the flow before we got here. So you give your power away to the realm of ego, the attack against God, when you come in and you perpetuate the idea of a battle between darkness and light. That is also to go with the flow. But which flow? Not the flow towards source, even though all paths lead home, we oscillate. You can go more into duality if you want. It's your choice. Duality is beautiful. It gives us the opportunity to be more integrated and whole. So let us appreciate and respect and trust the brothers and sisters that do see the battle between darkness and light and the spiritual warfare. Allow all beings to be as they are. I'll see y'all speaking to me because I have a very difficult time with this. Allow all beings to be as they are, trusting that they are fulfilling the role assigned to them by Mother, Father, God. And only you know what is right for you. Only you manifest for you. So be more mindful that we are not accidentally perpetuating duality when we are standing in honor of unity. Stop noticing the brothers and sisters who are still in the battle. Stop noticing the brothers and sisters that are in the spiritual warfare. Send love to all beings regardless to the situation. This is how you go with the flow. To calibrate yourself into the space of love which is always available to you and all beings on earth. You each within you hold the capacity to love as your creator loves. This is how you go with the flow, as your creator does, giving you the space to be what you be, to love you exactly as you are, understanding that all beings are finding their way, that we will all soon eventually come to realization and return home. Calibrate yourself even more, anchor yourself even more, more self-examination and observation to bring to the surface the residue of the duality and 3D perspective. 
to make it your priority to stand fully into the timeline of your highest good now. Affirm, I am now standing in the timeline of my highest good.